0: Hey everyone, it's me Owen Claire Smith back at it with another episode of your favorite podcast, Anxious Anxious Girlies. Um, thanks so much for coming to listen to another episode. I seriously appreciate it. This whole idea of doing a podcast was in some ways a shot in the dark. In many ways, I'm very I'm well versed with the world of podcasts. I listen to them literally all day every day. But, you know, doing something new is always, like, kind of wild, and so I appreciate you for even listening um, as I embark on this journey. Um, So thanks for journeying together with me. Today was kind of wild because I woke up at the ass crack of dawn, and I'm just, like, not a morning person. I don't know what to tell you. Like, I just my body like goes to bed at 2am and I try so hard to go to bed before that. But I am up every night like writing and like, I'm not even kidding. I'll be- like last night I was lying in bed and then I think of some lyric and I'm like, this is the most genius lyric I've ever thought of. Like if I don't write this down, it's over. Like it's over. You're an idiot if you don't. Cause you know how there's, there's this concept that like creativity is like, floating through the air and when it comes to you like you have to you know put it to use otherwise it's just gonna like float to someone else like big ideas great ideas you'll have them but if you don't do anything with them like they're gonna leave you and they're just gonna go to someone else so you gotta grab them when you think of them and then do something about it so of course I'm lying there like literally every single night I'm I try to go to bed early And yes, I'm like scrolling on my phone a little bit, but like there's a good 30 minutes that I'm just tossing and turning and then I'm like, oh shoot, that's so genius. I'm such a songwriter queen and then I have to like write it down and then I'm like, who texted me? And then I'll like look at that and I'll be like, oh, I have to respond and then I'll be like, did I set an alarm? All this stuff. Anyway, so I was up late last night. I think I'm running on like four hours of sleep. Then I get to work someone like calls out last minute so they're like can you stay late and i'm like <laughs> you know i let out a sob but i stay late it's not bad but i was just kind of like running on such little energy and such little sleep it's good that i work at a coffee shop <laughs> um as my little my little new york day job but um yeah I've, i i was definitely like exhausted all day today but then while i was at work I was thinking, because sometimes life can feel pretty empty, right? It's funny, like, I have coined this podcast as Anxious, Anxious Girls because through my entire life, I've struggled with anxiety, but the flip side of anxiety is oftentimes depression, and I feel lately, I feel a lingering sense of depression way more than I feel anxiety. I am, like, hashtag medicated, um... On some good old anti anxiety medication. And I find that it's actually pretty helpful. <laughs> I'm like, crazy. It's actually pretty helpful. No, but I just feel like I don't experience the amount of anxiety that I used to. But now it's sort of when shit hits the fan, it's more of a depressed feeling. And that could just also be the, cor- the, the, State of my life right now, which is that like I'm a young 20 year old and I have a giant question mark over my head. I don't know where my life's going. I know what I want to do. I want to do so many things, but I don't know how I'm going to do any of it. And right now, my life is I'm working at a coffee shop. And that's neither good nor bad. It's just what it is. But sometimes it can feel a little empty and like a little like, well, shit especially when you're serving like finance bros who don't tip you <laughs> when i'm serving these people who are like my age and they're looking all fancy and they like barely even acknowledge your existence like it's just kind of frustrating and i just i felt that a little bit today i was tired from being up way too early and then i was like okay we're staying for a long shift and then you know i'm dealing with I just felt like I dealt with a few rudies today. So while I was at work, I made this list. And this is a list of random ass interesting facts. Here's why. When I feel sad or empty or like unmotivated, I'm always inspired by the universe around. I, I'm I love knowing I've talked about this previously. I love knowing that the world is, you know, much grander and there's so much outside of myself because anxiety and depression can often get you so in your head that you're not even in the present moment. So I wanted to today, I wanna just read. <laughs> I I've um I've compiled several interesting facts. And we can kind of play a little guessing game along here too, or along the way too, because um, I don't know, I like love um, watching videos like this or listening to podcasts like this and kind of playing along myself um, and kind of guessing the answer to said facts. It'll be so fun. Um, But yeah, I've just compiled some interesting facts that keep me going. Um, Things that I, like I'm not kidding. I was in a shit mood, and then I was like, "Okay, we're prepping for the pod, and we're gonna look up some facts." And then I was like, "Whoa, that's interesting." Gaga, Gaga. Oh, that's cool. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Suddenly, I'm inspired. I'm excited. I'm interested in the world around me. It gets me outside of myself. It um makes me feel like humbled. It makes me feel. Like, there's so much to learn. And yeah, I just feel excited to be alive by many of these weird, wild, interesting facts. So, without further ado, here is a list of interesting facts that keep me going. Let's go. Okay, number one. Did you know that a teaspoon of honey is the life work of 12 bees the life work of 12 bees let that sink in for ya. and also like do you ever think about like oh you know this essay for class that I'm gonna be up all night for and then you're like this is just a You know what I mean? Like, think about those damn bees working their entire life for a teeny little teaspoon of honey. Just really puts these things into perspective. Like, nothing really matters. Anyone can see. Nothing really matters. Nothing really matters to me. Number two! Okay, this one's a guessing one for you guys. What is the most visited country in the world? You got it. Think on it. Pause it if you need. It's France. France is the most visited country. The United Nations World Tourism Organization says as of 2017, 86.9 million people visited France. What? What? Like France, I don't know why I would guess Italy over France, but <laughs> I mean maybe it's because I've been to Italy. But I really want to go to France, obviously. Um, but yeah, that's a lot of people. That's a lot of like tourists and a lot of yeah, a lot of a lot of varied cultures in one one teeny little country. That is like a small when you think about it. Like think about how big China is or how big. Australia, I don't know, France is so much smaller, and yet it's the most visited. Okay, isn't that interesting? I don't know, I thought so too. Okay, what do you think the most popular baby name in the world is? This is number three. The most popular baby name in the world. Wanna guess? Well, I'll tell you. It's Muhammad. 150 million people have the name Muhammad. 150 million. I'm pretty sure one time I looked it up because I was like, how many people have the name Owen Smith? And I think it said like 64 or something. I don't know why I remember that number. But I thought like that combo would be so, so quirky and unique. I was like, nobody's name is Owen Smith. Honestly, nobody's name is Owen Claire Smith. Hello. This just goes to show like when you hate your name as a kid, I feel like you'll love it as as an adult. Cause now I like love it. And I'm like Slay, my name, yeah, my name's Owen. Like, isn't that kind of weird and hot? I don't know. When I was a kid, I was like, I wish my name was Anne. All right, number four. Humans shed 40 pounds of skin in their lifetime, completely replacing your outer layer of skin every single month. Okay, first of all, this reminds me of like there was a TikTok trend where it's like women on their periods, they like shed skin and they're trying to like women um, on TikTok were trying to convince all their bays that they were... um, Shutting off like peeling off a layer of skin and that was normal. Um, apparently it essentially is completely replacing an outer layer of skin every single month. Hello. Not to mention the fact that we we're we're dermoplaning out here. We're dermoplaning a lot. I am, are you? Look up dermoplaning if you don't know what that is. I'm doing that a lot. my my face is giving baby bottom skin it is fresh every month so i would i would say i would say i I shed even more pounds of skin than this um average but that's crazy humans shed 40 pounds of skin in their lifetime like (laughs) i do feel as if my lack of sleep is making me way more unhinged in this episode but i'm not mad at it are you mad at it i don't know cool I can't hear you, so uh, um. Okay, number five. More than 2,500 left-handed people are killed every year using right-handed equipment. I'm sorry, what? Wait, 2,500 left-handed people are killed every year using right-handed equipment. Like, what are we talking about here? Like a, All I can think of is a right-handed desk or right-handed scissors. I'm a lefty. Lefties literally watch out. The world is out to get you. And apparently, according to the Catholic Church, like, are we demonic? Like, I don't know. Am I a witch? A little. Like, a little. Okay. Number six. Did you know it is physically impossible for farm pigs to look up at the sky? Wild boars and pigs can in fact see the sky because they aren't as chubby in the neck region they don't have that extra neck fat that prevents them from looking up at the sky but farm pigs you got to take an L on this one you can't really see the sky so um next time you see a pig honestly empathize with them like I'll I'm gonna empathize with them a little more I feel kind of feel sad for them I personally love looking at the sky And I take it for granted. So, my heart goes out to farm pigs. Um, number seven. Some male penguins propose to their female counterparts by giving them a pebble. This gives a whole new meaning to the term. (laughs) When you have a rock on your finger. Oh my god. I... You need to know my excitement as I read each of these, like, is genuine because I on I I wrote these down, like, I, I did research them and write them down, but I'm rediscovering them as I read them, and I'm thrilled about that. But that also makes very little sense, and I'm like, we need to fact check that. If anyone's listening, <laughs> do a little research essay on that one, because that's quite intriguing and... I don't know. I'm a little sus of that fact. Carrying on. Okay, can anyone guess the hottest place on Earth? No, it's not my bedroom. It's Death Valley, California. The highest air temp on the planet. Average summers are around 113 degrees Fahrenheit. Often reaching 134 degrees Fahrenheit. That's crazy. Today was literally in New York City. Today was like 85 and I it was so hot and I I love it. I love the heat, but I was like, "Oh my god, like I forgot what this feels like." Since, you know, I've been living in Michigan and New York and Maine, I haven't been in the heat in so long and wow, wow, wow. It be hot. Um it's weird though. Death Valley, California. I really would have thought Australia. I think Australia has the highest UV index in the world because like with you can like get burned so easily in Australia. I believe it's like 16 UV whatever. Um, but apparently Death Valley, California has the highest air temperature on the planet. That's crazy. Hottest place on Earth. And I'm not even there. All right. All right. Number nine, kangaroos lick their arms to stay cool in the heat. Same queen. That's all I got to say about that one. That's pretty cool of them. Let's, can anyone guess? um, Number 10 is least liked foods. So I've gathered a top five according to a poll by Layla Kazim. So, go ahead and think, simmer on it for a second. What do you think the top five least liked foods would be? Okay, well, the top five, according to this poll, are tofu, anchovies, liver, black pudding, don't know what the heck that is, and oysters at number one. Okay, so about these tofu I like understand getting the ick from tofu but I actually like it's it's pretty good especially in a miso soup but I I'm I'm a meat eater so like I won't often go for a tofu over like a chicken we love a chicken nugget I don't need that tofu but um it's good in miso soup it's it's yeah But I can understand. There's a textural thing there. For me, I have that textural issue with cottage cheese. Never gotten near it. And I feel like my time is coming. I feel like I should... I should inspect cottage cheese real soon. Because I bet I would like it. Like on toast and stuff. But for now, that scares me. In terms of texture. Which is what I'm assuming people... Uh, it's why I'm assuming people don't like tofu anchovies I haven't actually tried like a literal anchovy but Caesar salad like it's salty it's delicious liver that's a no black pudding have no idea what that is and then oysters again I get it like oysters mussels, I get it I get it but I don't know in my 20s I eat everything everything except for super spicy foods I just like once it's super spicy it just kind of t- like there's ah it's just spicy then I like don't taste all the other flavors but I will eat anything I'll try anything I think I feel like next up is cottage cheese Can you guess number 12 can you guess the most eaten food in the world I bet you can You got it You got to guess It's rice of course, of course it's rice, y'all. What a versatile queen rice is. Like, I love rice. You can have fried rice. You can have <laughs> not fried rice. You can have rice, crispy rice. You can have white rice. You can have brown rice. You can have a risotto. This next fact is a super interesting one. It says here, um, Owen is the hottest girl on the planet. That is so fascinating. I've never heard that before. Okay, moving along. Number 13. (laughs) Smallest country in the world. Take your guess. What do you think the smallest country in the world is? I would have no freaking clue about this one. I love geography, but I, like, would never think of this. And the answer is Vatican City. It's 19 square miles. It's in Italy, but in 1929, the Lateran Treaty, the Lateran, the La- the Lateran Treaty, granted the country its status. I think that's interesting. It's super super teeny. It's, it's also in the middle of another country. So, but it is the smallest country in the world. Has anyone been there? I want to go there. Cool. Um, next up, New Zealand. Has the steepest streets in the world. I don't know what I would have guessed. To have more steep streets. Like, yeah, I don't know about mountain ranges and such. Like, I'm still shook that the West Coast is as mountainous as it is. Um growing up in Georgia, like, there's Stone Mountain, (laughs) but nothing super, you know, um, breathtaking as, like, I've seen from the Grand Canyon, and so, I don't know, the only, like, crazy mountains I've seen were the Dolomites in Italy, but I'm always fascinated by, like, gorgeous mountain ranges across the world, but yeah, so apparently New Zealand has the steepest streets in the world. It's the hilliest country. Um, I included this because I get the heebie-jeebies. Even thinking about like San Francisco, it's just so wild to me. I get freaked out like about like parking a car or I don't know. I, it just freaks me out. Um, a residential street in Dunedin, It's Dunedin. Dunedin? Dunedin. 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 Um, A residential street in Dunedin won the world record at a 38 degree angle. That's crazy. Wait, so this is 90. I'm doing this. Yeah. Almost 40. 38 is close to 40. Did you know that? All Alright. Did you know... That animals that lay eggs don't have belly buttons. I have no further research on that one. You're just going to have to look that up yourself. But how weird. And it also makes sense because like your belly button goes to your umbilical cord, right? Uh, right? So if you don't have that and you're laying eggs, did you know that dead people can still get goosebumps? Slay. (laughs) So, uh, that one's interesting. Okay, number 17. Giant squid typically have eyes about the size of a volleyball. That's going to be a no for me. No, no. No deep swimming. No deep sea swimming for me. Nope. Um, apparently, I was, like, trying to look up where giant squid live, and they live, like, all over. They've been seen and everywhere. um. So, I don't know. Don't go that deep because the fact that their eyes are the size of a volleyball, like what? Yeah, no. I shall not go near a giant squid. Thank you. Okay, next up, number 18. Giant pandas have been known to fake pregnancies. You heard that right. Giant pandas have been known to fake pregnancies. According to a Washington Post article, I believe in 2015, officials called off a live broadcast of a panda giving birth. It was like the first ever live podcast. I mean, broadcast. (laughs) The first ever live broadcast of a panda giving birth. But they called it off because, in fact, the panda was faking her pregnancy. And it's unclear whether... Whether she she actually thought she was pregnant, or she's literally faking it, because after showing pregnancy symptoms, pregnant panda mommies get moved to single rooms with air conditioning and around the clock care. Um, this is all at one specific place that I literally didn't write down, but <laughs> um, you get what I'm saying. This is at a specific um like rescue or or panda care site but yeah at this at this place these pandas get moved on up and apparently some pandas were getting pissy and were like excuse me um why is she getting why is leslie getting presidential treatment and so then they started to have pregnancy symptoms fake it till you make it and then they made it there Then they were in air conditioning and getting around-the-clock care. And then they were like, great, Linda, we're going to have a live birth for Linda, broadcasting live. And then Linda was like, fuck, I'm not actually pregnant. Don't tell anyone. And that is my reenactment of the giant panda's knowingly faking pregnancies. All right, y'all. Next one. We're getting close to the end here. Did you know that Australia is wider than the moon? I still am like, mm-hmm, what? <laughs> that doesn't make sense to my brain. But apparently the moon is 3,400 kilometers in diameter and Australia is 4,000 kilometers in dynam- diameter. Hello? Diameter. I'm sorry. That's That's pretty wild to think about. I don't know if I've made it clear on here, but I'm, like, obsessed with Australia. I have this weird, weird, weird bond with it. I've always wanted to go. I will go. Maybe I'll live there. Maybe I have lived there in a past life. Yeah, but anyway, I just, like, am always looking up Australian facts, looking at the country. Like, I just love it. And apparently, it's wider than the frickin' moon. So, no wonder I love it. It's the star of the show. Okay, we have two more I hope you've been having fun and guessing some of them. I know some of them I'm just spewing out, but I'm not kidding. Like, I'm catering this. I'm catering my podcast, like, essentially to myself, to my younger self, and when I tell you I look up, like, interesting facts videos, I just find it really, huh, interesting. So hopefully you have too. Hopefully you've enjoyed, but let's get to these final facts. Nutmeg? Is a hallucinogen. Nutmeg is a hallucinogen. The spice nutmeg contains myristicin, which, when ingested in lar- large doses, alters the mind. Why are we not doing nutmeg? That is my question. I'm good. The cinnamon challenge was enough for me. I shall not be inhaling large amounts of spice, but, um, I find that interesting. And if anyone wants to be the, um, if anyone wants to volunteer as tribute and try out nutmeg and see what it does, by all means, (laughs) I just think that's so weird and interesting. Um, but yeah, nutmeg is a hallucinogen. Look it up. I hope with a lot of these that you, you know, look up, look more into it because a lot of these are almost like conversation starters or yeah, I just, I hope you want to dive deeper. But finishing off strong again, I hope you enjoyed this fun little episode. Um, Let's do a final fact. And here it is. Ancient Romans used to drop toast in their wine for good health. Hence, why we now raise a toast. Cute. I thought that was a cute one to end on. Yeah, I just think that's interesting. And I love being smarter. And I love to raise a toast. So, I hope you raise a toast in my honor this weekend and carry some of these facts with you. Share these facts, um, you know. Look more into these pan these pandas faking pregnancies and um, kangaroos licking their arms. Yeah, it's just it's a crazy world out there. Um, but hopefully this made you chuckle. Hopefully this made you smile. Our world is a crazy place, and it's a better place with you in it. So. Keep learning. Keep growing. And I hope you know that you are enough. Keep going. And keep listening to this podcast, Anxious Anxious Girls. I love y'all. Thank you for listening and have an amazing weekend. Be sure to raise a toast. Bye.